0: welcome to Stoner Chicks Podcast, the podcast for stoners by stoner chicks. I'm Grace Penzel. I'm
1: Stephanie Thompson. I'm Phoebe Richards. And I'm Kayla Teal. And we are feeling
0: so good today. I'm
1: excited <laughs> to see my girls,
0: Phoebe and Kayla in LA. We want to hear all about that. But before that, we have some important thank yous. If you want to be thanked on our podcast, you can go to patreon.com slash stonerchicks to sign up to help support the podcast and get tons of bonus content and a thank you, like I said. So first, welcome
2: to the club, Chris S. Thank you, Chris. Thank you. Woo. It's a long S with that S. It's a Chris. Mm-hmm. Yes. Mm-hmm. Yes. Chris. Is <laughs> that good? Is that Chris, i hope you improved of that funny i made about your name yeah
0: (laughs) i think borderline jokes is going to be a big theme today in this episode i have a feeling and then (laughs) thank you and welcome christy from arizona welcome christy hey
2: christy how's arizona arizona
3: (laughs) do you associate (laughs) arizona with australia Australia?
1: (laughs) put some cactus on the barbie mm-hmm. right <laughs> right yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm.
3: that makes total right. sense mm-hmm. <laughs> wow the crossover i didn't know i need but i always <laughs> wanted apparently <laughs> and then last but not least thank
0: you we said their name we corrected their name and now we get to say it again welcome to patreon totu and thank you for your support yeah. Thank you. And
2: your high thoughts. Yes. Yeah. So. Thank you, Totune. Thank you for everything you do.
0: Yes. And Totoon was pointing out that it's a little bit hard to find us from just Patreon landing page. Like if you just went to Patreon and searched Stoner Chicks Podcast, it could be a little hard to find us. So just always use that link, patreon.com slash stoner chicks, and that should get you there. And we really appreciate your support over there.
2: Yeah. Come join our cutie
0: club (laughs) (laughs) oh boy well i am i just finished watching a movie that we're going to talk about but i'm a little bit on
2: edge so i need to smoke what are you all smoking i'm hitting a vape pen and don't ask me what kind is in it because i don't know
3: (laughs) but this morning phoebe and i woke and boke with some mini pre-rolls from a company called substance um, which i believe is a humboldt-based company that Donates $8.46 per pack to help end mass incarceration Oh my and God. fight racial injustice.
2: Look how cute they are. They're little tiny mini Oh, joints. shit.
3: That's exactly my shit. Show us. It's like the perfect size for a little sesh. Just to toot away. Yeah, just, just a few toots.
1: I'm actually, I found the fish when I was, remember I said I had fish sit and weed and uh, didn't know what it was. Well, I have it now. It's Quantum Gandalf.
2: Oh. It's been pretty good. That is a name. It it is a a great name. name.
0: And then I'm smoking. i have not going to lie. It's, you know, the middle of winter in Seattle. I've been dealing with some depression. And I yesterday decided to really treat myself, went for a fancy pick. This is coming back for seconds on Secret Garden's Trop Cherries strain. and. This is Tropicana cookies times cherry cookies. And boy, oh boy, it's just a beautiful, beautiful sativa. And I don't know if you can see, look at how purple that is. It like barely, it like barely even, it like looks almost black. (laughs) It's so purple.
2: But yeah, anyway, so that's the good stuff today. Amazing. Speaking of yesterday, as you just did, (laughs) Kayla and I yesterday (laughs) in L.A. went to a Lunar New Year party that was amazing Mm -hmm. in the Hollywood Hills. That was hosted by Fruit and
0: Flower, which she was talking about it on our episode.
3: It was hosted by Mogu Magu, which is a collective that Christina Fruit and Flower has with several friends. That's an AAPI culture, food and weed collective. They meet up every week and celebrate their culture and with food, weed, etc. Wendy Zhang is one of the organizers, and she was the winner of Chopped four twenty. And we got to eat some food by her yesterday, and we got was to, it infused?
2: It no. was not oh, okay. Okay, no,
3: it was just freaking amazing dumplings, oh, and my noodles. Good dumplings. Oh, they were to die for. Whoa. And Alice Who did a sound bath and she gave astrology readings. And Phoebe actually won in a raffle, an astrology reading reading from Alice Who. Wow.
2: Yeah. I was in the process of also breaking news, got a tattoo at this party. (laughs) It was done by the lovely Tita, who was the tattoo artist there. And it's a little bow that I have on my arm. If this was not a podcast and was a video, you'd all be seeing it right now. That's it's so beautiful. Cute. A little a little bow on my shoulder, as in like a bow you'd put in your hair, not that would put an arrow in it. Yeah, and, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that kind of bow. a girly bow. Yeah, yes. a girly's bow. A bow. Yeah, but me and Kayla had a really great time, and we got there was people giving out like beautiful like glass pieces. We got some cool stuff. We got weed. We got cartridges. We got so many cool wow. things. Yeah,
3: we met some cool people.
2: So many cool people.
3: We met a woman who runs a farm up in Humboldt County that it's called Moon Maid is her brand. And I'm obsessed and I'm really glad to finally have found I some weed I would feel very good about buying oh, uh, in LA. Yeah. She talked about, she gave us a kind of a pamphlet about her farm and her philosophies about growing and stuff like that. And one of the things she said in the booklet was that, what did she call it? THC bias? like THC percentage bias mm-hmm. and, and, yes. and how she's against that about breeding plants to be high, the highest percent of TG, THC possible. And all our stuff is sun grown and it's, I'm s- excited about Moon Maid. I w- really enjoyed meeting her and smoking her weed. Mm-hmm.
2: So yeah, we had a lovely time. We had a sound bath. I think Kayla said that. I'm just repeating. <laughs> no, it sounds like an awesome time. I'm so gels. hmm That sounds
0: wonderful. I'm so
1: glad that happened spontaneously out of the fruit and flower interview. It was like Christina talked about it and then Phoebe bought plane tickets and
2: it happened. Like so cool. And we represented Stoner Chick's podcast really well, I think.
3: Yeah. We've been looking for an excuse to have Phoebe uh, fly down here for a while. And now that I have a guest room, all three of you are welcome to stay with me anytime. Yeah. It, it's unfortunate that there's a giant rainstorm happening while Phoebe's here, but
2: <laughs> True. I bring the rain where I go. I also
1: bring stuff where I go. <laughs> <laughs> and that's High Thoughts. Yeah. With me. Hey. With stephanie.
2: Stephanie. Do
3: do 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 do
1: Well, this high thought is from kind of a an OG. Patreon and uh, Stoner Chick listener, friend, and just awesome, all-around awesome person, Annette. Yay! Annette.
3: Yay! Yeah,
1: so it says, hi, Stephanie, spelled H-I-G-H, thank you. <laughs> <laughs> and Annette's really good at the emojis. Okay, I hope you are all well baked, winky face, heart,
3: heart <laughs> hands,
1: thumbs up. <laughs> I have a high thought for you. The word speedometer means how you measure the speed of your vehicle. Break it up into speedometer, and it becomes the rating of how good a guy looks in a speedo swimsuit. Winky <laughs> face, and then the tongue out face. <laughs> LOL. Love you, ladies. You're the best. And then follow up to that odometer measure number of miles driven. and odometer measures how good or bad you smell to others.
2: Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I like this. Is a high thought of jokes. And I'm <laughs> loving it.
3: <laughs> uh,
2: the speedometer. I just for some reason imagine like some like sort of spring break style, but it's just a bunch of men in a line all in speedos, and then someone's going by, and like the applause is making them like go up in numbers on a. You know what I'm talking about? Oh, on like an applauseometer. Right, but it's just you don't like. It's just panning along the speedos.
3: And, and just the speedos, it's like zoomed in on just their yeah, pelvis you never areas. See. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs>
2: <laughs> well, the odometer,
1: you could have a similar thing where, like, you know, those Google glasses that were hip,
2: mm-hmm. <laughs> not even ever hip, know. but like, <laughs> I don't know if they were ever
0: hip. <laughs> I really hate to break it to you, but the AR glasses are going to start being a thing soon. It's unfortunate.
1: Well, you could have when you look at people, their odometer could come up. <laughs> from a distance so you know how smelly or not smelly or like good smelly they are from a distance and it would even like be like oh it smells like sardines and cut grass wow what an interesting (laughs) scent palette that is yeah (laughs) what an interesting reading
0: (laughs) yeah that would be helpful for me if I could know before I get close to someone whether or not the their combination of scents is going to freak me out like sometimes
2: Even just to be prepared. right?
0: Like even like when you walk past someone wearing like really strong cologne or something Mm -hmm. and you're just not expecting it, that can really slap you in the face and ruin your nose for a few minutes. So, yeah. Or give someone a migraine if that's a trigger
3: for them. I don't know that anyone's ever ruined my nose.
0: (laughs) (laughs) I unfortunately, I feel like my nose has been ruined by people a couple times. (laughs) Temporarily, just
3: temporarily, because I am fragrance have live in a fragrance free household. I can my nose to fragrance is so sensitive Mm -hmm. now. I can pretty much smell anyone's laundry detergent just walking by them.
0: (laughs) Yeah, dang. That's which is real.
3: wild. I feel like I it is an odd heightened sen- sense I have now.
2: So you could really be an odor meter.
3: Yeah, I'm an odor meter.
2: You have such a strong nose. You could really be like, "Ooh, I can really smell you" or
3: a domatrist. I don't have a strong nose. <laughs> but I only have a strong nose with with artificial fragrance now. Interesting.
0: So like you don't feel like you would have the same Sent discernment with let's say spices or yeah, yeah exactly correct mm. so oh well that's kind of nice i guess it's like it's more like chemicals
3: yeah now i'm i have all this anxiety related to chemicals so, oh, no. so.
2: <laughs> oh god so well thanks annette what a fun <laughs> thought <laughs> we really got to the core of some of kayla's anxieties So is always a plus
0: <laughs> we love annette annette is an artist and an educator, and just a wonderful person. So, thanks for shouting out and that. Thanks for calling out to us and giving us laughter today.
2: Yeah, one hundred percent. Hey, do you guys know what time it is? Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> it's
0: approximately twelve forty p.m. It's twelve on a Monday, twelve forty p.m. Pacific on a Monday. But it's also time for
2: Stoner Movie Book Club. It sure is. And this is our first one of 2024. And it's our first one of the year I have proclaimed listener suggestions. Mm-hmm. So today's movie is 2021's Lady of the Manor. And this movie was suggested to us by longtime listener Kate who said uh, i wanted to plug this she said there's lots of weed smoking in this movie you'll like it it's better than fun mom's dinner mm. <laughs> and i don't think everyone agrees with you kate but i will say phoebe here i did not like fun mom's dinner that much so i do agree
3: oh but you liked uh, adam lambert or no adam levine in that movie <laughs> i
2: remember that. that's true I didn't say I liked him in that movie.
3: Well, you said you would have sex with him in that movie. It's true. I did.
2: Thank you for bringing that up. Lady of the Manor, suggested by Kate, as I just said, is written and directed by brothers Justin Long and Christian Long. And Justin Long is a relatively famous actor as well. I'll admit I didn't look that into it, but I believe this is the first and only movie he's directed.
3: I didn't know that he directed it, and anyway, he produced it, wrote it, and starred in it. Uh, but that's another layer. This is a Justin: movie.
2: and he is in it. And the movie starts one of my favorite actresses, Melanie Linsky Woo! We love Melanie Linsky.: We love Melanie yeah. Linsky. Let me do a synopsis of "Lady of the Manor," as I said, starring Melanie Linsky as Hannah. Kolinsky, which I was like, did he give her a rhyming last name because he already knew it was going to be her? And she plays a generally unmotivated, oft intoxicated weed dealer. I took that from Wikipedia because I thought it was a funny description. So she is our, our stoner chick of this movie for sure, and she lives with her boyfriend, who is very unsupportive of her seeming interest in just sort of hanging out in comfy clothes on the couch and selling weed and watching TV. And at the beginning of the movie, we meet her in an interesting opening to a movie. She is trying to deal drugs, but accidentally ends up at the wrong house where there is sort of a catch a predator scenario going on where they're trying to catch an adult trying to have sex with a child. And she enters the house. And because she's selling weeds, she's being sketchy. So she ends up getting arrested and having to register as a sex offender. She does get the drug charges dropped, but she has to register as a sex offender and she loses her boyfriend and she loses her drug dealing job, correct? Which I was confused about that part.
3: Which I just want to say up top, I feel like this whole sex, the predator part of the plot (laughs) could have been dropped and the movie would have been fine. Like, I don't know why this is involved in the movie. It's kind of (laughs)
2: odd because it doesn't really add much. They don't do too much with it. Yeah. So... (laughs) That's where she is unemployed and single, I guess. And in the meanwhile, we also meet Tanner, who's played by Ryan Philippe. Oh and my... fun fact that was Felipe. fun. Philippi? You're right. Philippi? Philippi? I don't know. It was those three different ways. <laughs> you can One say. One of it. those is probably right. <laughs> <laughs> Through seeing Kayla the other day, I learned that she has no idea who that what? is and has never seen <gasps> Cruel Intentions, which what? blew my mind. No, nope,
3: this is my first Ryan Felipe. Film. Oh, this is your first Ryan.
2: <laughs> <laughs> well, it's a he plays a, a rich boy, a man. I wrote boy whose childhood <laughs> home is a, a mansion in Savannah, where this takes place, that has been turned into a sort of living museum where people can go and get tours. And he is an ancestor of this house. His family is very rich and very important, I guess. And he is like a smarmy married guy who it seemingly, his whole thing is that he's constantly trying to sleep with women, mainly the women who work at this mansion, but always without ever getting any success with that. So we first meet him. He tries to get the woman who is leading the tours at this museum. She rebuffs him. So he fires her. And then he meets Melanie Linsky, Hannah, at a bar after she's had to register as a sex offender. She's getting very drunk and he invites her to come work at this place and date him.
0: After she finds out she's supposed to register as a sex offender, this movie is so right. convoluted. <laughs> I'm, sorry. I'm sorry. No, listen. listen. Okay, sorry. You, you got to keep going because otherwise I'm going to well, yeah. first,
3: my, can I say my favorite line in the whole movie is from this yes. scene. He asks her, he goes, do you have any acting experience by any chance? And she goes, "Um, yes, by some chance I do. I was in the acting play. Drugs are for slugs. <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> <laughs> and me and Zach were laughing about acting play all day. <laughs> so
2: Hannah takes this job giving detours at this mansion and she will be playing the character of Lady Wadsworth, who was the woman who lived in this house. And, you know, so it's, that's why she was asked if she has any acting experience. And she is terrible at her job. She gets there, she gets to stay there. And she's given a little pamphlet where she's supposed to like memorize the facts that she will be spouting to the people on the tours. But instead, she just gets high. And there is the first night that she's there, she goes to smoke weed and her lighter just keeps being blown out. It's <sighs> like there's this gust of wind she can't find. Luckily, she has a vape pen, so she hits that. And then she starts her tours, and she's very bad at giving these tours. She doesn't bother to have any of the correct information. This is where she meets Max, played by Justin Long. He is on the tour, and he begins correcting her. He's like, some of the things you're saying are like on the pamphlet, and you're telling them wrong. But she dismisses him. And then she starts dating Ryan uh, Philippe's character. They go on, Tanner, they go on a date. They get super plowed. And then they go back to the house and then she's seemingly trying to give him a blowjob while he's like basically incoherent. This is
0: so fucked up. It's so fucked up. Sorry, I, just, I don't know. This was the first, I was having trouble with pacing and this was the first point where I was just like, what is happening? They're really having Melanie Linsky pretending to be a person that's trying to hook up with someone where, while they're obviously passed out drunk. Like Justin Long, like what
2: are you doing? That, right, yeah. Right after she, su- we find out she's supposed to. <laughs> she ano- a another sex offender. weird
3: sex crime thing yeah. that could have been completely <laughs> eliminated from this movie, and the movie would have been better for it. Yeah.
2: And so while she is drunkenly trying to hook up with someone who's even drunker than her, all of a sudden, Lady Wadesworth herself, the ghost of, appears. Wal- oh my god. <laughs> <laughs> And that is played by the amazing Judy Greer, Ooh. who we all love, I think. Ooh. Grace, do you still love her? I
0: love Judy Greer, and I'm <laughs> furious at this movie and what it has made her do. Okay.
3: Oh, I thought Judy <laughs> I Greer thought she was, was charming. fabulous in this movie. She uh, I did like, her best. She did her absolute so-
0: <laughs>
2: best with
0: what she was given.
2: And so then listeners, if you've seen the movie or not, I bet you can guess that then what we have is so only Hannah character can see Lady Wadsworth share a ghost, her ghost and an unlikely friendship slowly develops that sort of starts with the lady ghost. Can I just call her that so I don't mess up the name again? (laughs) Lady ghost (laughs) is fine. (laughs) Judy Greer's lady ghost helps Hannah by she can literally like feed her the information when she's giving her the tour. And they sort of, as in all good buddy movies, they sort of help teach each other a little bit about their ways. The Lady Ghost attempts to help Hannah be more of a lady. But then Hannah also helps break down the Lady Ghost's sort of proper ways. And in this, we discover, and I will admit, I watched this movie. I never even paused it and I got confused. So it is a little convoluted. We find out that Lady Ghost, when she died, she meant to leave her house and everything to her best friend and maid. And then it should have been given to her, the maid's families and ancestors. But instead, she was murdered by her husband. I'm, I'm saying this right. Yes, yeah. Correct? Mm-hmm. Murdered by her husband. And so then they have kept it. So then, of course, the end of the movie is Hannah... It very publicly, out that the wrong ancestors have inherited the house, which is basically the white rich family. And instead, it should go to the ancestors of Lady Ghost's former maid, whose great great grandchildren still work in this house. And so they're conveniently still there to just immediately take over ownership of right. this mansion.
3: And it's pretty unspoken, but the time period is 1875, so it's after the Civil War. But I think it's easy to assume that this Mm -hmm. family were enslaved by this family at one time and then stayed working there after the war and should rightfully own the home. So the end of the plot is, is Judy Greer helping Melanie Linsky get them their house back. Yeah,
2: and then I think the movie just ends with Hannah's character being arrested. For not registering as a sex offender. <laughs> sex offender. offender. Which, ugh. Strangest end to a romantic it's
0: comedy i ever funny. seen. It's just not funny. It's just not funny.
3: No, it's not. Something, you don't have to answer this right now, but the fact that knowing this is a romantic comedy Justin Long, Long and his brother wrote, directed, produced, starred in, like he made his own romantic comedy around himself. So this must be some sort of fantasy if you're going to go to those lengths to make your own romantic comedy.
2: I would make a soft push that while I did just joke it's a romantic comedy, I, I would say it's somewhat of a romantic comedy, but i say it's more of like a buddy movie. Mm. That, that's what I'd say. I think the Melanie Linsky, Hannah and Lady Ghosts, Judy Greer's friendship and the ways they sort of change each other is more.
3: Yeah, you're right.
2: The center of it. Justin Long's character is not all that important.
3: And I want to know why of all the movies to write, Justin Long made a stoner chick movie.
2: About Savannah.
3: I know. Like, (laughs) is he from Savannah? Is this a story of of his family? Like, why is he a Harvard professor in Georgia? (laughs) So many questions.
2: Yeah, so many questions. So I'm excited to hear some of Grace's thoughts. I'm very excited to hear Stephanie's. I would say I felt this was a very mediocre movie. It had huge choices that made zero sense to me, but I found it relatively charming and I did appreciate there was a lot of weed smoking in it. Speaking of weed smoking, we got to do some of that ourselves. So we're going to head into a smoke
1: break. We'll be back after that.
2: Hey, we're back at you with episode 153, still talking about Lady of the Manor. Yeah. And we did one over the synopsis. I gave sort of my overall. So what what are some quick thoughts? And maybe let's try to start with mentioning a few things we liked.
1: Well, first off, I want to have a talk with the costume designer of that movie. Because I don't know (laughs) if you guys noticed, but Hannah's character dressed like meat. Like yes, the golden girls pants, T-shirt, the golden girls shirt, golden the girls flannel, <laughs> and then the loose bun that the hair never was actually in right. Like <laughs> we you feel did called out? Follow me around. Like what the <laughs> fuck? Yeah, yeah.
0: There was one outfit that had it was like a T-shirt that had like flowers on it, and then she was wearing the flannel over it. And I was like, I thought to myself, "This is very Steph vibes." <laughs>
1: Definitely, it's like she wore like I swear it, I've seen stuff like this a couple of times where I'm like, "Who's in my house watching me?" And that was <laughs> that was one moment that I it made me mad, but also
2: like I fit a stereotype, I guess. But Why I think does I'm, it make you mad to have a character dress like you
1: because I'm an original person. <laughs>
0: We all know that you're one of a kind. <laughs> you would never be as flat as this character was written by Justin Long and his brother Christian.
1: <laughs> well, that was, I guess, one of the things. I know yes asked for things that we liked, and I did like that she had an outfit choices that I would make. I go for comfort and style, but <laughs> I was mad about how dumb she was, I guess, Hannah's character. It. That yeah. disappointed me a little bit because I feel I did identify with her character a bit at the beginning of the movie, and then she kept was being really stupid, and I was like, uh, "Meh, meh."
3: This is a complaint we've had with uh, stoner leads before. Like, I've definitely, I, maybe I'm getting hardened to it, but I, I find it annoying that there aren't more smart stoners in stoner comedies. Yeah. I think that that smart characters would be just as funny if not funnier. But one thing I liked was all the portraits around the house of Judy Greer. I was thinking, I hope Judy Greer gets to keep some of these amazing portraits that were made of her. I laughed out loud quite a bit. Um, I agree with you, Phoebe, that I think it's a mediocre movie. It's got kind of a TV movie production Mm -hmm. quality and the music bothered the hell out of me. But we are talking about things we liked. I thought it was funny. I did laugh. (laughs) I thought uh, I love Judy Greer and Melanie Linsky's scenes together. I did have a few moments of like, oh, a man wrote this scene of two women talking to each other. But the, the two of them are so wonderful. If you don't know who Judy Greer is off the top of your head, Google image her really quick because you'll recognize her. She's in fucking everything. And I thought her role was fun. And I would have loved to play this role. I told Kayla I think An, the Judy Greer a, old, the lady
2: ghost, ghost. <laughs> the lady ghost role is perfect Kayla role.
3: Oh yeah. I would enjoy that. But I'm a, I'm kind of obsessed with like Jane Austen and Bridgerton you know, like that that kind of historical Downtown Abbey. Yes, yeah, that kind of historical <laughs> fiction. I think if I were to write and star in my own rom-com it would probably be like a Scottish period piece or something like that. <laughs> but anyway, Hope she got to keep some of those portraits. Hmm. I have to
1: say that Ryan Felipe be, mm-hmm. anyway, I didn't recognize Felipe. him. I didn't, I saw him in the credits before the movie started, his name. And I was like, oh shit, Ryan's in this movie. And <laughs> I hadn't seen him do work in years. And when he, I didn't clock him for like the first 10 minutes he was on screen. It didn't really look like him. He was wearing crazy veneers. I don't know if those are his teeth now or if that's.
2: I I was hoping those were for the character. I was hoping those were for the character too.
0: When I mean, he was had a really crazy bad tan on, and yeah, he's just older. I mean, he's like what twenty years older. So, yeah, I think I don't have a lot nice to say about this movie. The I enjoyed seeing Judy Greer and Melanie Linsky. and. Mm-hmm that's it but for nice things <laughs>
2: and grace looks very intense right no now. i'm, like I'm she's not making eye contact with all of us like i hope you understand what i'm saying right now
0: <laughs> i'm not kidding it's like it's i can't believe that these two men were allowed to make this terrible movie The script is so bad this is the entirety of the notes that i wrote just
3: Judy Greer's wig is worse than other wigs we've seen. No, it was not a wig, I don't think. And the hair bothered me too. That's one of my least favorite things I wrote down.
2: Judy Greer's entire costuming and, and hair makeup was bad. In this there was movie.
3: no Aquanet in 1875. Like her hair was sprayed to shit and teased to shit. They should have used a wig. They should have used a period wig and they didn't. And it looks terrible. Bad pacing
0: doesn't make sense. Debating humor and jokes like what? A man wrote this and it's stupid. A treatise on women being silly. What the fuck is the point of this movie? And so that that's mostly what I had to say about it. I just think it was a waste of talent. I love Judy Greer and Melanie Linsky. And like despite just what is a boring, boring, boring script and movie, there were some <laughs> moments that I enjoyed watching them, but Literally, they spend so much time talking about farts and making silly faces, and I just don't think it took any respect I had for Justin Long away.
2: (laughs) I think I should (laughs) stop talking
0: for the rest of the episode.
1: (laughs) Well, speaking of farts, I did enjoy that one, when they did it the second time, I didn't like it as much, but the joke of, her learning to go into another room to fart to
2: fart that was i and i don't like fart humor t- <laughs> but i thought that was so funny yes twice she's like because yeah the <laughs> the lady ghost <laughs> teaches her that a lady she's like what do you do if you have to fart because she's like ladies don't fart and she's like you go into another room and then she twice <laughs> i guess definitely thought it was funny the first time but twice yep. when she goes Hannah goes off to fart in another room. She does, and then immediately the camera pans, and we see there's just someone in the room. Like, <laughs> did you just fart in here?
0: The only other thing that I do have to say is that this movie is weird <laughs> and racist, and the Black characters are, like, way sidelined and not main characters, and they don't address the slavery thing, and the they're, like, white saviors where they're like, we. We're the white women who like got you your house back. I don't know. It was just dumb.
3: Yeah. What what inspired them to write this and make this the setting of their stoner chick comedy? Like why did their family have a house like it? Did he hear a story that inspired this? Like, I'm confused why he set the movie in this way.
2: Maybe Justin and Christian, his brother, got really high and they were at some tour in Savannah And they started laughing and they're like, wouldn't it be funny if the ghost came back? And then that's where it got inspired from. That's my prediction. (laughs) The line that made me laugh the hardest for some weird reason is in the early scene when Hannah is making out with Tanner. That's Melanie and Ryan. They're kissing and (laughs) Hannah's character says, you kiss like a horse. Horse. (laughs) I did laugh. That That made me laugh really hard.
1: I was taken out by the CGI smoke. Oh, yeah. There was CGI smoke when she hit
3: her bowl. I it was just believe. a fake cloud.
0: Yeah, I didn't believe I like, that she was a stoner the way that she was no. holding the pipe.
1: <laughs> no, neither so, did I. I was pulled so out. Lensky's also, not Louise stoner. Guzman plays the bartender in this movie. And I had some issues with his bartending skills. And I know oh. he's an actor, not a bartender. But I was <laughs> well, thrown but he out. He is
2: acting as a bartender. <laughs> but I was thrown out of
1: the movie, when I saw him do a couple, wait, he threw the napkin in the cup. I was like, ugh, no bartender would ever do that. Anyway. Interesting take. Hey, Kayla, didn't you
2: have a question for us?
3: Oh, oh yeah. yeah. If you were, I started the question like 20 minutes ago. If you were to write and star in your own rom-com, what, what setting would you put it in? Like what, what character would you make for and yourself? who would we play? Yeah. Cause on some level for Justin Long being a, a College professor must be some kind of fantasy of his. I feel like if he wrote this character for himself, what would be your fantasy? What would you write a movie for yourself for?
1: My rom-com would be on a a research station in the middle of the ocean where we're studying like whales and sharks and stuff. And it's a rom-com of like a scientist and maybe like a journalist, like coming together, like the journalist is like trying to see if climate change is real or something. And then the scientist is like, "Yeah," and they fall in love. But anyway, my character that I would play would be like the grizzled, like shark lady. And I, you know, I have, I, and I'm the one who's been working on this research station for. I've seen the ice caps melting, and you that would be my character. But and I would, and you'd fall in, in love. This, I wouldn't cast myself as the love interest. I'd be more of like. Like kooky character, gotcha. And maybe have like I have like a pet jellyfish, and people like that's a weird pet to have. and I'm like (laughs) don't talk to me, you know, kind of thing.
3: Grace, what about you? What would you put yours? I think that maybe it would
0: be like really fratty dude, like a really like jock kind of fratty dude. I would definitely cast myself as a manic pixie <laughs> dream girl, basically. Oh. So,
3: <laughs> so we're, casting.
0: I would be like a offbeat, like dog walker who, right. whatever, wakes him up in the first morning after we have sex by playing saxophone in his ear or or whatever you know, mm. kind of thing. And then have a bunch of faux pas uh, at their like family's ski resort in Vail. That sort of thing.
2: <laughs> I love it. What about you, Phoebe? I mean, I would just write a script where I got to make out with the people in Hollywood that I think are the hottest. Which are <laughs> who would you write? I don't know. I would have to think about that. I don't actually have a list <laughs> of, of people off the top of my head because I don't want to think about it. I feel like if I just had to go off the top of my head, I'd I'd either name people that are too young. If I can give it some good thought. <gasps> okay. But <gasps> maybe like a maybe like, you know, it's like a reality show comedy. So I'm like, a producer i'm Ooh. like one of the producers on a reality show like the bachelor or the bachelorette and end up falling it but like dating several of the people somehow or something yeah, yeah yeah that's cool yeah i like that a lot or i fall in or i mean this takes away from me getting to make out with a bunch of people but I, maybe it's like i fall in love with the lead and they fall in love with me even though you're the yeah. producer yes yes right. that's, yeah. so you're behind that's the camera good.
0: and they're giving the mm-hmm. confessional and like you want to like reach mm-hmm. out and like kiss them Ugh
2: that would be good and you could play in a lot like it could be one of maybe one of the contestants that is doing well with the lead like i work with so then it the lines get blurred where i'm like helping <laughs> helping them figure out what to say yeah mm-hmm. yeah you know, that all oh my god, like, my god this is, is so good yeah and then maybe it just ends with us the three of us becoming a throuple
3: what a, that's what i was gonna suggest good
2: <laughs> mm-hmm. so it can be like those that i can cast two people. It's all about me getting to make out with hotties.
3: (laughs) (laughs) What about you, Kayla? Well, I already kind of said mine, which would be a a period piece. I think I would want it to be a gay love story though. So I think it would be like, kind of like Portrait of a Lady on Fire if it were a comedy. So it's like two Scottish girls that have like a secret romance, but it's going to be a comedy. So it'd be funny. I don't know who I would cast opposite me. Maybe Florence Pugh. Yeah, she's (laughs) honestly the only name that came to my head, but
2: I was like, can't just always talk about Florence Pugh. (laughs) (laughs) Okay, well, so we still need to rate this movie and I'm going to add a fun little caveat. We're going to rate it and say if we liked it better or worse than Fun Mom's Dinner.
1: (laughs) I can't remember what I gave Fun
2: Mom's Dinner. doesn't matter. Uh, So Phoebe here, and yes, I liked Lady of the Manor better than Fun Mom's Dinner. I give Lady of the Manor... Like 2.6 bong rips. (laughs)
3: Lady ghost. 2.6? Yes. I'll give it a 3.2 out of 5 bong rips. I hear all the reasons why you're mad, Grace, and I agree with a lot of them. It wasn't the best movie, but I I did laugh a lot. I did think it was funny. I thought there were charming things about it. I like the cast. I think it's weird that Justin Long made this movie, though. In the end, I think it's a little (laughs) weird. Such a strange
2: little movie to be (laughs) made in 2021. It also feels like it was made 20 years ago.
3: Yeah, what the hell? What's going on?
2: To be fair, that's his height of his fame, right? Was 20 years ago? No, he's doing well. What have
3: I seen him in? Like, what is he best known for? Well, he was in that one Justin Long movie with
2: Drew Barrymore.
3: Never been baseball movie? No, no, always been kissed. (laughs) What was the one? The baseball movie with Jimmy this Fallon. Is bad. I know.
2: Are we talking about Justin Long? I mean, yeah, he's in. Yeah, he's in Galaxy he's Quest. He's in Galaxy Quest. That's he's right. Nerd in yes. Galaxy
3: Quest. Um, I've never seen. It's that. It's like one of I the best going. roles. Yeah. Galaxy Quest. Oh, Kayla, you've never seen Galaxy Quest? Uh, I might have. I might have once. What is happening? He was in. Oh, he's in good good a lot of three things. Die Hard. He was in
0: the Die Hard movie with Bruce no. Willis. Yeah, the newish one.
3: Keep going. <laughs>
0: I he know, was I in know New Girl. Saying. He was in
3: New Girl. Did you see New okay. Girl? Okay, I've seen some New Girl. Was he in American Pie or any of those that no. era of comedies No,
2: he was in. Well, last year he was in Barbarian, which was an amazing horror film, okay. uh, and he's great in that. And he was in Tusk. If anyone ever saw that, nope, incredibly disturbing horror movie. He was in Jeepers Creepers. Oh, he's I, not I saw really that. A horror mm-hmm. person. Well.
0: It is fitting in this moment to give... Dodgeball?
3: <laughs> yes, I've seen Dodgeball. There we go.
0: <laughs> I, it's fitting in this moment to give Justin Long no flowers from me. This movie, I think gets zero bong rips from me. <laughs> oh, historic, <Wow>. historic.
1: <laughs> I'm just so mad. So yeah, that's all. Go ahead, Steph. Oh, great. For some thought, I think I'm going to give it a 2.3 based on the fact that Judy and Melanie are in this movie, (laughs) but I don't think it's their best performances. I think they did the best that they could. And there were a couple moments I chuckled and I didn't have to walk away and pause the movie, which I have done in some (laughs) films that we have watched on here. And so, uh, yeah, 2.3 bong rips from me. I'll give
0: it like 0.2, 0.1 each for melanie and judy but i it, i'm more mad at what it did to them it's not about them it's about justin <laughs> okay that's wow
3: and i want to say that even though i rated this the highest of the chicks 3.2 is still a 64 out of 100 so i gave it a d i did <laughs> give it a d
2: <laughs> fair enough and that's the opinions you can expect to find here at stoner chicks do send in if you have some recommendations Send them in, the sooner the better.
0: Oh, and I'm sorry, Kate, if you like this movie, I apologize. It just really hit me on a...
2: a, Kate, I enjoyed it and I did like it more than Fun Mom's Dinner. So thank you. I think you were correct. And I think that's the end of another successful episode. I've enjoyed it. And... (laughs) No, stop. Stop. Stop right now. It's not over yet.
3: All right.
1: Whoa. I said it was, though. No, I still have my 60-second bong box. 60-second bong box. 60-second bong box. Here's the caveat. My bong is disgusting, so I'm going to take a pipe hit.
3: Yeah, that sounds Do good. my
2: 60-second. I was going to clean. I think you have to take two pipe hits I'll to take get
1: anywhere hits. near a bong. <laughs> yeah, okay. I'll do two pipe hits. This is another caveat. I realized that when you guys do bong boxes, it's like real shit. I don't. And I sometimes feel I did in a bon box on it. House of Villains. Oh, that's true. But I feel like that's a good thing. Okay, here we go.
2: Oh, crispy. Two hits. That's, that's, that's the
3: deal?
1: Oh, it's our heart pipe. All right, starting. The subject is socks that have a left and a right sock. <laughs> And I'm I'm tired of this. Socks should be ubiquitous for which foot. And I really don't like when there's... You, I love socks and I get a lot of socks for Christmas and gifts and stuff. And when there's a sock where the the design is different for each foot that you're supposed to put it in. And if you... It's clear that if you wear the socks on the wrong foot, that you're wearing the left on the right and the right on the left. That's... I barely put my shirts on with the tags the right way. I can't be... <laughs> putting socks on like paying attention to where my socks are going on which foot like it should just unroll the sock and it doesn't matter the sock just goes on the foot that you're putting it on i shouldn't have to look at the design and have to figure out which foot to put the sock on you know what i'm saying like this is just and they're cute designs so they should have the same design on each side of the sock so it doesn't matter what
3: and that's (laughs) stephanie's (laughs) bong box
2: (laughs) amen
3: amen amen hallelujah i agree
2: i think they should i do agree but also that made me be like maybe they should just make the socks where it's really obvious from the top which one goes where so it's way easier
3: i have a new pair of socks that i have this problem with i officiated a wedding and i got custom socks one foot says the on the bottom one says officiant on the other bottom so if i wear them on the wrong feet it says officiant the if you see the bottom of my feet well what if I'm standing behind you? Does that matter? Well, yes, it does. Yes, it does. Yeah, so so it's a lot of pressure uh, yeah, that I'm I under. I'm under with these socks.
2: For some reason I thought Kayla was saying those were on the bottom of the sock.
3: They are. Yeah. And it's like grippy. It's like grippy, so you can't slide around on wood floor. Oh. It's grippy cursive. Grippy cursive.
1: <laughs> <laughs> Which is a
3: new strainer weed. And if you want more of this, you can visit stonerchickspodcast.com to learn about when we're performing live, which we have some exciting live performances coming up around 420. You can sign up for our email list. You can buy merch. We have some awesome new hats that Grace designed that are on our merch tab. You can find us on TikTok at Broccoli Broads, on Instagram at stonerchickspodcast. You can join our awesome community over on Patreon at patreon.com slash stonerchicks, uh, where we have more episodes, monthly Zoom smoke sesh, etc. You can send your high thoughts to Stephanie at stonerchickspodcast at gmail.com. Uh, and on here, you can listen to us anytime, anywhere, anyplace, anyhow. <laughs> hey, Phoebe, what do stoner chicks always say?
2: The lady ghost farts in another room heard it here first. <laughs> You're welcome. <laughs> Smoke your weed.
3: Smoke Bye. your weed.
0: Stoner Chicks Podcast is hosted by me, Grace Penzel, Stephanie Thompson, Kayla Teal, and Phoebe Richards. The show is edited by German at your podcast editor, and the theme music is composed by Jessica D'Amari. Email us your high thoughts at stonerchickspodcast at gmail.com or send us snail mail at P.O. Box 80586, Seattle, Washington 98108.
1: Please follow us on social media at Stoner Chicks Podcast on Instagram or Broccoli Broads on TikTok.